Boom. There we are. Really? Here we are. Let's do a professional on this one. Let's do a oh, we're on number number twenty nine of the the FIFA Ramble, where we'll be just rambling about FIFA styles, uh, nonsense, as well as actual football from from whenever, whenever's whenever. So yeah. So for for new, we we're doing we're recording just audio now, as well, um, which is going to be going up onto Anchor. We're going to try it. We're yeah, we're, gonna, we're trialing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, there's going to be a few people. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you, we're explaining to Facebook who have been with us for 29 episodes. 29. What we're talking about. If you, mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you are listening on Anchor, then ignore me explaining what Anchor is because you already know. But Anchor is just, it's a new... <sighs> yes, Raj, AMA. Um... Now, come on, Raj, we'll get into that in a minute. It's it's unfair, you jumping on this bandwagon, this Gary Neville, and Gary Neville is is driving this bandwagon, I'm sorry, in recent times. Don't start, It's nonsense, Raj. But yeah, so... I'll come back to you, Raj. We're starting, we're we're going, we're starting something new. Uh, Yeah, we've got a list list of stuff to to get get hold of. Um, Should we we start with Gary Neville, actually? Do you want to do that? Yeah, go on. Let's start with uh, let's that? start with Gary Neville. Oh, I'll start fine. right. I'll start the ball rolling because I think this is your ball. To be fair, so I'll I'm set not starting you up. With you. I'm not. I'll Someone start you up. Um, Gary Neville called the Arsenal players uh, spineless. Got carried away. Yeah, he called them spineless um, for their performance. But how did he say it? Do an impression of how he said it. I'm not doing an impression of Gary it's Neville. It's hate filled, isn't it? It is. I think the tone, tone really matters, and I think that's one of the reasons why. If he just said, you know, I thought they were spineless, but he didn't. He said it like he wanted to kill them. Like, God, I'm spineless. He did. He, he wasn't, very, uh, wasn't very pleased with their performance, to be fair. But somewhat like you, I mean, you text me during the game a couple of times criticising them. Um, I didn't think you went, you know, you didn't two-foot them like Genev did. It's annoying because of basic mistakes, right? Mustafi's mistake. That is that is ri- ridiculous. I'm sorry if he, like, I texted you, what did I message you? Goal side. Goal side. If you're not yeah. goal side and you're a defender, forget about it. As a, as, a, as a previous goalkeeper, it really wound me up. Why was he out of position at that point? He should, he should not have been there. Why was why, why was, was Aguero? There? Why was Aguero like? Oh, Miss Mercy, Mercy kicked me. Yeah. Oh, sir, sir, sir. It was ridiculous. It was so stupid. But the point is, he wasn't goal side, and that's what I messaged you. It was, yeah, it was critical, but it was constructive criticism. Yeah, uh, unlike Gary Neville's comments. Is this ball rolling now? Do you, do you yeah, the ball is rolling. The I mean, rolling. let's open it up a bit more because I think Gary Neville. I made this comment before, and you sort of quashed it somewhat. I think Gary Neville is actually does a very good unbiased um, view. That's how it should be. Yeah. Right? I, I understand we're human, we go through emotions day to day and those things do change. I he does try to make it as straight down the middle as possible. But the key thing with this is, as what I said to you before, like I, I listened to um Joey Barton's Edge recently with the very good podcast, Joey Barton, if you're it's not watching great, it. It's great because it's a wonderful insight from it. actual professionals to get a good, better insight of the game and everything else. Now, Gary Neville's mentality gets in the way of him being completely subjective. 
because okay, interesting. Arsenal were the enemy, right? They were the enemy. That's how we that's how we fired himself up. That's that mentality and the edge of you know the, the edge of going that extra extra level is burning inside of him still, and he can't switch off from his competitive days. Now, you relate that to like an Arsenal performance, which was subpar, but I do believe there's just ways of going about. It was very subpar. Criticism needs to be constructive, right? And I. Sure, it is frustrating to see Arsenal, but for Christ's sake, you're playing against Man City. You're playing against Man City. If not, one of the best teams like performing in the whole of Europe right now. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. And it is annoying and it is frustrating because basic errors were made like Mustafi. Mustafi uh, that was hideous. And in a cut final, you know how psychologically damaging it is if one player switches off like that. It's ridiculous, right? The fact that it was 3-0, 4-0, what, like 2-0, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Mm. The fact is that is a fundamental defending error, you know? I'm not hanging anyone else, right? But, like, you can't, you know, he went running after the ref going, ref, ref, ref. It was nonsense, right? That's constructive criticism because, like I said, you'd need to be goal side at least. Yeah. yeah. Now, all the other stuff which comes apart, you know, if Arsene Wenger complains about this and the other, that's just, a, that, that is a bit of sore losing, but the criticism needs to be constructive. And I think Gary Neville doing that is not necessarily fair because he's done something there. Because yeah. of him being a former Man, City, Man, Man United player and the height of that aggression towards Arsenal. Um, Raj has, for the benefit of people not watching on Facebook, mm. Raj has commented, at this stage you have to look at the coach's manager. Tactically would be suspect for a while and it's just not being addressed. Gary Neville has previously said he respects and likes Arsenal. Mm. I think it genuinely annoys him that a team he likes to respect performs as badly. I think that's probably something we... Because I've we said it many times. I like, I like Arsenal a lot and I've said that a lot. I love the way that they play football. I don't go for the uh, the general consensus of Arsene Wenger is past it, and they, he needs to readdress the way that he does yeah. the way that he need, you know looks at. It. I think that the way that Arsene Wenger chooses to run Arsenal is refreshing because um, he could go in and he could spend a lot of money. Um, Look at those youngsters he's bringing through now. Yeah, there's a lot of good youngsters. I think I don't I don't think there's as many good youngsters as there should be. Um, or that you, sorry, I'll rephrase that, as that you would want to be, or that there has previously been from Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, as I've said um, a lot, I'm a big fan of Reese Nelson. I do like Maitland-Niles. Who doesn't like a Wobie? No. Um, you don't like yeah. a No, yeah. Do. I do like a Wobie. I like Maitland-Niles. I like Eddie. Eddie's going to be a great centre-forward for Arsenal. Eddie, Eddie's Eddie's going to be our sponsor of the FIFA, of the FIFA Ramble one Yeah, day. fan of the Ramble. Eddie, mm. that is a fact mm. over on instagram you're gonna hear first he's gonna over gonna on instagram he cannot stop levinus but mm. he's a great center forwards and he's gonna be he's a very good young player pace you know beat a man See? they're all but the problem that i have with arsenal watching them is they're the most frustrating team to watch so and i'm not a i'm not an arsenal fan but saying that saying that now you know like the consistency level is consistently Arsenal, right? Yeah. At this time, you expect it because we know it could come Thursday and they could blow Man City out of the water. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise you to do that, would no, it? No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So Arsenal you, beat them like, you know, 3-0. You have to take the roughest move. And the, the fact that it's a difficult thing because 
it perpetuates so much negativity and hate. And it is frustrating because yeah. everyone knows that is the, the, the team that they want to be. But it's just so frustrating to see. But there's no need to take it to the next level of like shitting on people, really, is it? No, I'm making it up. Like, you can't, like, someone wants a head on a plate, basically. Who's to blame? Arsene Who's to blame? What, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, th- I just don't think it, it, it is beneficial without there being a constructive element to it. So, Raj, you know, I feel you. I, I completely understand. But, like, there's no need to, to string someone out, hang someone out to dry. When, on the whole, I think with what's happened, Arsenal are overperforming on on their, their level at the minute. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I hate saying that, you know, because I want them to be competing in everything else. But I just, I, I think with the players they got, the young players they're bringing through, and they were giving Callum James and Ron Paulding free reign at the back to probably yeah. try and bring them through. That takes guts and See, that I takes like respect. Ron as well. I'm not a big fan of Chambers. I, I think he is suspect. I think more respects have got to be given to the fact that, okay, uh, it's, it's, it's a shame that it's dropping down a level of quality. However, you can't knock the way that the youth are being brought through. I, I, I think it is that is one positive to gain from this inconsistent mess, which is Arsenal. Yeah. You know, and Jack can blame whoever he wants, the referees, whatever else. And he did, he did put maximum amount of effort in. But there's sometimes you just got to say they were the better team. Yeah. Which they were, and if they went out and said that instead of all these excuses, that probably would have been more understood. Yeah, no, it's Pep, it's Pep's dream machine, basically. The problem that I have with Arsenal, dot, mainly, dot, dot. yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Dot dot dot. It seems weekly now, but they just don't do enough to be to warrant this. Uh, I do think that they do things the right way, but there comes a point where you just got to think, you know what? They they've stopped being that club. They've stopped being that club which had, you know, that turned players like Ray Parler into what looked like world beaters. It's just, it's just so harsh. When, 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 when they're great. They're a great club, it. but the problem that they have... It's a phenomenal club. Um, they just happen to have dropped did, below the other top. Why do the people other, want the blood I, of Arsenal so much? It's because there's been a hatred of, of them being like the better team before, and you think psychologically, it's like, yeah, screw them. I think what the problem is, is that such um, hate, you know what I mean? It's like proper hate. It's I think I think it stems from if if a manager had stayed on for the length of time that Arsene Wenger has done, um, while seemingly see seeming happy, I'm not happy, but he's he's plateaued on league front. Because let's not forget, because people do forget when they go, oh, he doesn't want anything. Always going to forget FA Cups. Let's consistent. Yeah, and. He has won them. He's won them consistently. He's, you know, they'll win the FA Cup and then three weeks later, there'll be newspaper articles asking mm. if Wenger doesn't win anything this season, is it time for him to go? It's like, well, he won the FA Cup a month ago. Can we just... Yeah, but there's still... That how many clubs it in doesn't the world... Feed, it doesn't feed them to have that because the scorn bucket is so full of scorn. You take away the media in general. You take away the media and you not- then Arsenal Football Club would be a hell of a lot more respected than they are. Look, However, there are how many games this season where the performance we could be talking about, like literally we're talking about the Carabao Cup final, but we could take these exact comments and cut and paste them and still talk about previous games. We could talk about the Forest FA Cup game. You know, there's a lot of games where you could just cut. 
and also it must be as being a United fan, they do exactly the same for United. You could also do exactly the same for Chelsea in the last few weeks. And whoever, who, whoever, whoever the targets end up. Remember at the beginning of the season it was Liverpool. They're on for the chop. Yeah, Liverpool just to create drama. It's the media. It's just the easy media need to. Yeah, because we can't blame the media generally, can we? All but the media need to need to sell. Exactly. So um, they're gonna they're gonna hit targets, aren't they? But do you know what? I, I, it's, it's, they rarely hit Man City because they've got a really strong media savvy backing. Yeah. Whenever stuff hits, is there's never really you don't see it. And the, but the other thing in re, like over the weekend from Sunday and today, what we learned, there's not enough credit that's been given to that Man City team. Mm-hmm. There's not. Everyone points at like trying to hang Arsenal over the like string them over the coals. Why aren't isn't there more saying okay they were the better team, but it's because of those little errors in, in big games which yeah. made that happen. Like it could have been three, but it also could have been three one or three two. Yeah. Like there was a goal which was sort of disallowed, but you know that it, it just goes along along with it. You know, with I don't think it shows class when Jack points at the referee and arsenal has got a couple of excuses as well when at the end of the day pep that's a system that works they were pressing so hard off the ball that's what impressed me the most and they were properly cornered coming through they knew it was a weakness that they they can't play at the back and they and they held through um i think we should leave that element of Arsenal because we could talk about that a lot i want to talk about the man man, man united chelsea game can we just talk one thing about something you just said then? Sure. It's not Arsenal, it's Perfect. Man City. Yeah. Um, and it's easy for me to say it because I'm not a footballer or a football manager. However, it was your comment about them pressing off the ball. Mm. He's been doing that since he had Barcelona reserves. Yeah. He's So that high pressure, if they lose the ball, which rarely happens... They immediately swarm them. It was almost like. Um, Did you see Man United and Chelsea? That's what I was getting to. You saw the work off the ball of Man of, of United. Yeah, United of, of United Chelsea very hard. They work ridiculously, especially in the second half. I just I don't understand how someone hasn't yet because how hasn't someone come up with a, with a way except it's seemingly Liverpool of counteracting that press. Um, and Gargan press. Yeah, it's because Cruyff did it. The Dutch teams yeah. did it. But I just they think very it, high pressure. As soon as he lost the ball, like they, I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's worth YouTubing it. It really is bizarre to watch. But there was a tactic employed by the Dutch national side, where if they lost the ball, literally every player within sight of that ball were pressed. And at certain points, it's it's literally six Dutch players chasing down the ball. One man's got the ball, and there's six Dutch players chasing after him, and they win it back every time. It's almost like watching a group of eight-year-olds play mm. football, where it's the ball's there, so they all run there. Mm. There's no. It was almost like that, and it's just yeah. uh, look. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's it's a groundbreaking technique that's being adapted here because we both know it takes a lot to put that system in place. Yeah, on, good, like you can't just say, oh, you know, they work off you the ball. You can't get eleven men and press. You can't do that. Not many because it needs to be a mentality in place, and it needs to be targeted where the weaknesses are. So that is all in the tactical nuance of 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 setting that team up. You can't just yeah. say, "Oh, they press off the ball." That's it, is it? No, it's targeted. Whoever's got the ball, where the weak, where the weakness is like. Yeah, and it starts fundamentally with Arsenal. Guess what? At the back. Well, Unfortunately, we've said, we've that is said, the key. We've said previously, haven't we? 
Yeah, I don't want to wade into that. No. But yeah, that is one Arsenal element. need a new keeper and they need three new defenders. However, you know, to give... It takes guts to trust in young players so much as Callum Chambers and Rob Holden mixed in with any of the others. You know, and Monreal was, was injured, who was, if not Arsenal's best player yeah. of, the, of this entire yes, season. So. And he's, he's tried his best to chip in with the goals as well. But you just can't... There's only so much you can do against the machine that is Pep. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. It's There's a way of playing it. And again, this is going to sound ridiculously biased. And it will sound biased. And to people who don't know me, they don't realise how unbiased I actually am when it comes to United and things like that. But I think Mourinho, and albeit the result is all that counts, and we lost, but Mourinho's tactics against City were very good. Extremely good. Yeah. They only scored off errors. There yeah. wasn't. It wasn't a tap. It was a personal error, personal error, but it was an individual error yeah. from a player that led to their goals. It, the tactic, and we nearly scored a number of times. It was. It was almost. Again, I keep talking about it, but it was almost his Inter Milan against Barcelona. I, I, I love that game. Inter Milan versus Barcelona is my favorite game of football I've ever watched. Um, it was. It was almost like, well, okay, if they want the ball, give them the ball, but you just stand off them. And then when they, when you do back. win the ball back, draw the foul, and then hit or hit them on the break. Yeah. And it was, it did work. It was just if there weren't two individual errors, then we won. You know, we could have Think at least how got... well Mourinho slept on Sunday night. Oh, this, he must yeah. have been, That must. That's that's peak. Mourinho that beating Chelsea 2-1, it right? Was, you think? It was my... You didn't expect that, did you? No, I didn't. I was fully expecting... When... I woke up Sunday morning fully expecting, thinking, okay, so today is going to be a day where City win, an, win another trophy. Yeah. And Liverpool still stay second in the league. Mm. When Lingard came on, did see. you see that coming? I had a mate on WhatsApp called it. <laughs> Lingard with a winner. Yeah, a couple of people actually. I I do I love Jesse Lingard because he's a big game player, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's the ultimate big young big game player. He's a big game player, and do you know what? Again, the United fan in me loves is that he's a big game player who's homegrown. He's come through our academy, and fundamentally, non-United fans seem to hate him, and it do makes you think? me yeah. Get on Twitter when United play. I really enjoy watching him play. The same with the same with Rashford. People just don't like him. I think it's his. I do, I do think it's more a less to do with him and more well, less to do, to do with him as look. a footballer and more to do with him as his a physical person. Look. Yeah, there's also they a lot. Take the piss out of him with, with Pogba, right? Well, his Instagram. He does a lot of stuff on Instagram, which just takes the piss. It's just childish, and he nonsense. does it without a French accent, and I think that's, <laughs> I think that's key. I think him, him and Pogba, they're very similar in that they're very light-hearted with their social media, but one of them's got a French accent, <laughs> so, and one of them just sounds like a prepubescent Liam Gallagher. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> But Which again, one? I love yeah, I love Lingard. I think he's brilliant, and he is a big game player. You look at the goals he's a, he scored he's a, he's a, he's and the games he scored in. He's important, and something needs to be said to that. But you can't you can't hate on the on the kid. He's doing he's doing great things. He's doing brilliantly, so and he same, also same markers like Rashford. It's like it's like a great thing, and justifies the big hubbub about him signing a yeah. new contract because of that's what he can do. And Lingard is going against the grain of this seemingly people seem to have a lack of 
faith and belief now in the loan system. Whereas before players, even within, you know, not that very, very recent history, mm. players like Beckham going to Preston. Um, that's the biggest example that I can think of. Where at Lampard going to Swansea. They say that on the edge, don't they? Now it's a huge, huge, huge yeah, fee. Yeah, they talk about it. They, it's, a, it's a massive fee. So if you want this player, you Roger have to Chesney pay this amount of money. Brentford. Yeah, and exactly. Cut, cut his teeth there. There's, and now you don't get him. that much He's been Gigi Buffon. In, yeah. in, 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 in blooming went to Brentford came back to Arsenal became their number one at a very young age uh, and had one cigarette in a shower and now he's Gigi Buffon's understudy well technically I don't think uh, they have a number one now I wish he was Arsenal though. well he, he should be at Arsenal because he's head and shoulders above every other keeper wish he was have number one at Arsenal which he should, have been, should have been the case two seasons ago should have just committed to it I don't know what happened there anyway uh, Man United Chelsea game it was a great it was uh the pressing really impressed me of, of, of United, especially in the second half. They just went at them for that period and um, just, just crumbled. They did. They did crumble. They did. Um, it was... Uh, that Lingard win, like, winner was, was quality. His movement was great. No one picked him up and everyone was just looking at, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. It was a lovely... Do you know what also was lovely to watch was the performance of Lukaku put Again, what a, um, we always say this, right? We say it every week. Who now. the hell has an issue with the way Lukaku is operating? There's quite a few of you sort of it, watching now I and listening just and don't dipping in get it. Even he, when he's not scoring fully, like I just don't get it. This is like goal changing it. Yeah. What we talking? Which what Arsenal? You could. You can yeah you can you can say that it's, that's fine. It's. Yeah, Lukaku, we do say this every week. Now, there's a couple of you, there's quite a few of you watching. I don't know, again. Sorry, just leave this one. Um, but anyone who's got any who negativity. Who is criticising Lukaku and why? Now, I understand, as a United fan, I watch every game, so I understand. no sense to do. That there are times where he looks um, washed ashore with not a rescue boat in sight. And they, but do you know what the extra Why is that Lukaku's fault? I don't get it. Do you know what the extra factor was? Hmm. Spike. Fueled by spite, wasn't he? Lukaku yeah. for that game. That's, that's being G'd up and being wound up and let go. And just being told, what's that you're not good enough for this team? Yeah. How anyone's got an issue with how Lukaku's performing at his age with his statistics bemuses me. It, uh, it drives me absolutely crazy. When he turns, turns out constantly performances like this, that assist, no one saw that coming. I can't see the vision of that, the vision to pick that out with his left peg at that angle for that goal, which is the winner, is absolutely sensational. Now, regardless if he's scoring regularly or not, if he's scoring, that's amazing, and he yeah. is your boy to go to. If not, he's still so useful in that role. And Mourinho saw that, like in order for him to buy it, he Luke saw that there was, there was a movement performance. There. He was amazing. Because guess what? Everyone wants one of those. Bouldering players. The fact is, what what Lukaku can provide, left or right foot assist here, there, he can annoy the hell out of people when he when he plays. Is 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 such a, a useful talent for a team, and everyone's scrambling around. You know, you have got names whispered around, like after uh, Diego Costa's gone. You know, that's why they've replaced him with what, like sort of a like like a bouldering. Um, older Giroud, mm. but then you've got Ed and Jekyll in the mix. You've got like you had like Glenn Murray, whoever else, like the, these smashes at the front, yeah. And I think they're useful, but Lukaku is the antithesis of a modern 
uh, like Goliath at the top there. Well, the, he's, the power he's, he's got. the. Let's go back to sort of like you know. Twenty-four. Day. Yeah, twenty-four. That's outrageous. Twenty-four he's years old. He's performing above and beyond. Twenty-four he's years crazy. old. He's Belgium's top goal scorer. Who's got a problem? Lukaku was a donkey. The whole oh, no, Lukaku was had to put in a man of the match performance. You he kidding was me? That's Come on now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lukaku was outstanding. Um, let's go back to our heyday. Uh, you know, peak football for us was mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. agree. So you had those certain players who were bulldozers up front. Mm. What Lukaku is big man, man, yeah, big man that the you know sharing and Shearer. Um, what you've got with Lukaku is he's almost a stereotypical number ten, if you will, the mm. Sheringham, and the stereotypical number nine, Yashira. Mm. He's got the pace and the power to. He's, 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 he is a modern striker. He's a modern centre-forward. And, you know, he reminds me an awful lot of is Cavani. But Cavani in his Serie A days of when he had a bit more pace because mm. his pace has dropped off. He's still... Let's not, you know, let's not did mince you, words. He's still the best Did you see Lukaku when he busted an absolute bollock in, like, the 85th minute to just make that run? To yeah. change of pace? Yeah. Right? And did you see Mourinho's reaction to that? That was, that was incredible, right? To, to bust that out. I know it was fueled by spite because this is a club and this, that, yeah. and the other. But that's besides the point. Because if you're motivated like that and you turn, it, turn out performances like that, that is above and beyond what, what is necessary. And the fans will will tap into that you level of mentality. You can't himself into the fans, I think. But there's... I just don't get the, the criticism of him at his age. And they go, oh, you know. Imagine if he's, he's 24. English. He's 24 and he's playing, he's proved himself at and two different scored, clubs now. He scored 20, I think he's done 23 goals maybe mm. for the season. Oh no, maybe 22. And he's done that consistently for but what, that's like two four games years? In a row. Four years? That's two games in a row because in the FA Cup game against Huddersfield, mm-hmm. he was exceptional. His running, what I like about it is when we got a corner that you need to defend, he sits just out, just on the in the box, yeah. just on the box, so he can. If the header comes out, if the ball comes out, sorry, he's going to clear it, and mm. he's. But then also, if the ball doesn't, he's his turn of pace mm. is unbelievable. Do you know what? I think Lukaku is a perfect example of what what uh, what happens when you go out on loan and succeed as well, like Wojciech Czesny. The fact that when he went to Everton in the first place and was motivated to show, yeah, yeah. Well, look at his time at um, West Brom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, totally. So, without those loan moves, he'd just be what stewing and being farmed out somewhere to Chelsea if he didn't take that challenge on. The chances are, he probably you still they probably wouldn't have got a chance in Chelsea. Yeah. That's why he committed to. Like, no, he wasn't going to get a chance at Chelsea. And look at him now, proving his worth. Yeah, I don't know enough players do that, but the loan system, the loan system works. Is, nice a lot of people seem to have lost lost faith in it and that's because of the way that it's used and the money that the yeah, and the money is, as well let's, as the, let's say it exactly as it is it's the way that Chelsea use it mm. you know Chelsea and use they dictate it. a run yeah Chelsea use it there's two weight trains of thought here Chelsea and either Barcelona as well, uh, yeah and Barca um, Chelsea either abuse it or they they're very clever with it you can't there's, there's two trains of thought because they Chelsea make a lot of money from loaning players mm. then that loan increases the eyes who are watching that player 
if he performs to a certain level, they then get money. Now, you can turn around a couple of years later and say, well, they had Lukaku, they let him go. They made money off him. Mm. Not as much as they could have done, or they probably could, you know, this season, especially this mm. summer, when Bruno, Costa's yeah. gone, yeah. Um, they brought in Morata, but they wanted to bring in another striker, and they ended up with Giroud. And we love Giroud. Mm-hmm. However, there's no way that if Antonio Conte had had Lukaku on the books, they would have bought him, because they had Lukaku. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't have bought Morata if they still had I Lukaku. Still like yeah, I, I love him. Like, I think he's a like, great player. Again, it's what, not. Okay. It's his first season. Think what he's going to be like second gonna... season. You know, well, he's you already kick into uni in the second year. He's already been. Yeah. You have a fresher year. You have a, you have a laugh. Exactly. He's having he's his fresher year. Just chill out. He's going to be Morata's fantastic next, and next season. He's going to be fantastic. He's shown glimpses of that, and I just think, all right, for a striker not to go nine matches without without a goal is suspect at this level, but it could be Sadio Barahino. Yeah, exactly. But also, you got to look. I think that with a striker, um, if a striker has a barren spell, it's their fault. <laughs> a barren spell. It's their fault because they're not scoring goals. It's almost the point that I was sort of making with Lukaku in that people criticise Lukaku for not scoring enough goals hmm. against bigger clubs. Well, you watch those games and he wasn't exactly getting the... Uh, the service that is that he needed mm-hmm. against Huddersfield, he scored because Alexis Sanchez is a magician. He's a wizard and played one hell of a ball to him, and he scored. Mm-hmm. And again against Chelsea, he just battled through. And his ball to Lingard was outstanding. Say, and Lingard is another one. Peg. Lingard's another example of the youth system, of the loan system working because he went to Birmingham. And at Birmingham, I think he scored four goals on his debut. Hmm. I think it was four. It may have been, no, it was four or five. I believe it was four. And But he was already, I believe, 22, 23, around that age, maybe. when he, I might probably well out on my numbers and someone is watching thinking, you idiot. But there's a comment. There's a, yeah, I'm a donkey. Um, but the age, he was he was quite old for someone. You know, usually you think 18, they get loaned out and then they, you know, sort of like your, uh, like Deli Ali when they bought him and then they sent him back to the Dons. Um, Harry Kane at Millwall is another one that springs to mind. Uh, Crouchy at Dulwich Ham- Hamlet. That's oh, good. Dulwich. Yeah, Dulwich Hamlet. It's always a good time if we mentioned Dulwich Hamlet. Mm. Um, Bex to Preston, uh, Lampard to Swansea. You know, it was that sort of, But mm. when it... Lingard was a good example of how when it works, it works well. Because he went there, he got... He impressed there. More eyes on him. But then he came back to United and he decided to get back into the team. You know, it was it was an all round. It was a brilliant. It was a great performance. It was it was lovely, and I can only assume that the city of Manchester this morning was an absolute shambles. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I wonder how many people called in sick today in Manchester. Interlude. Yeah. Whoop whoop. Interlude. That's... Whoop whoop. Yeah. All aboard. Yeah. The. Uh... I'm ready. I got my. I got my card. <laughs> I got my card. I got Are you ready to get on the Trans Trans European Express? Yeah, I'm going to tap it. Do you want to go there? Oh, is this a return have got, or a Have you single? got a ticket, sir? I, do I need one? Yes, you do. do I, can I have a season ticket? It's one way to party town. Party town. Of Europe. Yeah. European football. 
We're there. Let me just punch it. Okay. There you go. There we you are. Punched it there, genuine. There we are. And no one's driving this crazy train either. Yeah. There's. Um, we're just popping over to Europe, European football for just a little bit. Yeah, we're we pop over talk. to Europe and then we'll talk come back for a bit. Uh, you actually saw the PSG game, yeah? Yeah, I did. PSG Marseille. Because um, I was listening to it. Classique. It was a great game. Um, I've talked a lot about my love of French football, my newfound love. Um, New fair. It was a great game that Marseille deserved a bit more out of. They weren't that bad. It they looks just, like a very flattering score. PSG right? just were too good for them. How was Edison Cavani? Oh, he was... Uh, uh, Cavani put in a performance. You wouldn't kick him out of bed for... I absolutely room. love Cavani, and people have called me wrong, an idiot, and I just couldn't care less. Edison Cavani is the best centre-forward in world football. Cavani is superb. And he's again, the best centre forward. I'm not saying he's the best striker. He is the best centre forward in world football. Do you think he's better now than he was at Napoli? Yes. Hands down. I think he's a more. He's different. I loved him at Napoli. Yeah, he's he's a different player. Almost we touched on it earlier in that because Lukaku reminds me of a younger Cavani. Cavani has lost that turn of pace, mm. um, but what he has gained is the ability to hold the ball up and bring other players in. When you've got a centre-forward who can do that, and you've got behind him, you've got players like Motta, albeit he didn't play last night. Um, you had Lasana Diara last night playing in the holding role. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good players in that middle set. Bracket, but yeah. when you've got, let's just use another one of my favourite players at the minute in European world football, is uh, Rabio. You've got Rabio who can then, when he wins the ball and he holds the ball well and he looks up and he can either play a long looping ball out to Neymar or you can play it out to Mbappe mm -hmm. or you can play into Cavani who will either be waiting to receive the ball and then you There's can run off him. Tons of options. Yeah. yeah. Or he will make a run past the defender and you play it just ahead mm -hmm. of him. And from there, he's lethal. He's got the goals were good last night. They were good goals. Mbappe's was stunning because he just Mbappe makes the hard things look simple. And he turned the defender and he dropped it into the bottom corner. The keeper didn't have a clue where he was going. It was it looks an easy finish, hmm. but the way he it's so hard to make some that look easy. Just and another level. Yeah, he made it look simple. Um, so they will buy him after this. I think yeah, they have to. The connection that Mbappe's got with PSG is, is very deep, isn't it? He loves the club. Yeah, he loves it. He, he wants, eventually, I do believe that Mbappe will go to Real Madrid because he has always, you know, there's that picture yeah. of him as a kid sat in his bedroom mm. and he's surrounded by pictures of Cristiano Ronaldo um, mm. in a Real Madrid shirt. But, Albeit he hasn't gone there for love because obviously he's been paying uh, he's being paid a handsome wage, but I do think he's picked it sensibly. When we look he at have played it right when we look at Neymar, do you think yeah. it's a case of sort of hero worship and he's going to have to his ego will be utterly ridiculous in in his demands if he is going to go to Real Madrid? Yeah, I think it's because he said he wants to what out uh, have a bigger pay packet than Ronaldo when he comes. There. Yeah, he. Did. I think. Do you think that warrants? What do you think of that attitude? Because on one hand, it's a case of while well, I'm, he's tried and tested, granted, 
but I just there's something about that that ego of wanting that which uh, which annoys me and it probably upsets a hell of a lot of football fans as well if that is the case it's probably his agent stewardship obviously yeah, but if really he's out there because I feel he's a little bit of a git really when it comes to playing in in, in his approach and his attitude yeah is what I hear all the time that he's a bit he's a bit bit of a a, a fool he's well it's a it's a weird one with Neymar this season because he was obviously brought in with much fanfare mm-hmm. and well, his transfer records yeah. and it was a huge heel made of it because obviously Barca didn't want to lose him and I've got my own opinions on Barca because they cannot ever take the moral high ground ever because <laughs> PSG did this they got a lot of criticism PSG for spending all that money but it's their money mm. they didn't rob the you know rob the poor yeah. to buy him it's their money regardless they've passed financial fair play albeit they're under investigation at the moment i don't know what the outcome of it was and that's why they could but they they can afford neymar because that's why they couldn't afford mbappe mm. they had because they wanted to buy both of them and they could have afforded him they they have the money there to have signed mbappe outright but monaco wanted like 100 million or something yeah um and, but they couldn't because of financial fair play. So that's why they've said, well, we'll pay you a down payment just now. just got around it that way. Yeah, we'll pay you a down payment now. We'll bring him in on loan. And then at the end of the season, we have to pay you this amount of money. And they've word, they've got it so that the payment falls into next season. Mm. So it's financial fair play next year. Um, so there's always just way around. Yeah, there's ways around Imagine it. if fair, financial fair play actually happened. I think... Arsenal would be like miles ahead of where they're at. But the yeah. fact is, there's always going to be people pushing boundaries there's and anything and everything. There's ways then... of, like, what was it, Man City could just say, I'll sponsor that peg for a million pounds. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's not forget that the when the takeover happened at Man City, mm. the first few big money sponsors that came in were other companies owned by their owner. You know, they're yeah. like, I can't remember the exact companies, but it was... Um, you know, say like an airline, but it was um, it, all these mm. companies that came in, like their official social um, technology sponsor, you know, their bloody tractor mm. sponsor, their noodle partnership and things like that. Um, they were all companies owned by their owner. So people were then saying, well, how can you do that? And like, because it's a separate company sponsoring a company. That's, again, is that, one, is that morally suspect? Probably. Yeah. Is it correct and in the rules definitely yeah. so fair play they've worked a way no to their own advantage now but you know a barca fans again up in up in arms about the neymar deal mm. well you tapped up neymar it's not that's not allegedly they tapped neymar up they mm. they paid a ridiculous amount of money to his agent who also happens to be his dad and let's not forget, they paid no tax on it. You know? Allegedly. Yeah, alleged. Well, no, they went to court. <laughs> um, there's no allegedly. Um, um, did you see the um, AC Roma game? Do you know what? I didn't. For the first five minutes, Rajan Nyangolan, also a Ramble favourite, yeah. lost a tooth to Raja. Frank Kessie. Did he? Yeah, Ronaldo. Raja can't afford to he, do much more to his face. He, he just went on. Because that's how he does. Yeah, he, Raj is a beast. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a. It's going to be a sad, sad fun. day when Raj is 
starts declining he's because a, he's on the cusp. He's a fantastic player. He's amazing. But he's I think amazing. He, I think he's cool. I think he know, knows his levels. I think he could go elsewhere. But I think his attitude is his own. I don't think he'll wash over in any other. Roma are weird. Weird club. I, they, I feel their... so happy if I was at Roma, by the way. You would, I'd but you'd feel you because they're a weird club in that there's not many players. They, they've got a, a few players who go to Roma, yeah. stay at Roma, and retire. Yeah. That's and dream, you can it? see Rajan Angolan being that player. Yeah, I could. In the De Rossi and Totten role. You know, it's that, that famous story of. Um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> of when Roma weren't performing extremely well. Mm. It's a number of years ago. It must be 10 years ago, I reckon. Um, but you see, I... They weren't performing well. And then the fans decided that what they were going to do, they were going to trash the director's cars and the first team players' cars lesson. and the manager. They were going to trash the cars. And they did. They managed it. There was a good few hundred fans. The only two cars... That were untouched were Francesco Totti and Daniel Di Rossi. They didn't like the other cars were smashed. The smithereens, tires were were shredded, mm. windows put in. You know, they the cars were just beyond. Mm. But De Rossi, the the quote I read, it was in the old Champions magazine. Remember the Champions League magazine they had? It's a good read that was back in the yeah. day. Um, the quote was, "They looked like showroom cars." Yeah. It almost looked as though the ultras had smashed everything else and went, oh, that's toys. We better give that a polish. It's just respect is what that is. And, and Rajan Angolan's going to be, it looks as though he's yeah. going to be in the mold. Frances- Francesco Totti, it will always remain a legend of that. No matter what he does, he'll yeah. be great. Um, Sammy Nazari, hmm? do you think s- social media got him, got him into trouble? Because posing the way he did after that, I've, that, that drip thing that he was doing do you think that because of that post because no one would have batted an eyelid otherwise would they no one, you wouldn't have known about it. no one no. now he's got six months out of the game Ever, do you think that his career has been a failure or do you think do you think it is he's just not shown the potential that he had because i think right on the whole he he was found. He was found. Uh, he's a Marseille player. Went to Arsenal, smashed it. Then went Man City, yeah, and then, which was a money move. And for a kid of sort of his background, in his skill, for that price and whatever, he just decided to take that route. And he won two trophies. Yeah. Off the back of that, I think there he has. He, he's a fabulous player to watch. He's he's fantastic. Player. He's a great player. He's, he's still good now. He's still good. He's just not at the level he was. Yeah, I don't think he ever will be. No, but not it, it was. I I think this is this social media post from that company who he had that drip thing. Yeah, I think they that's the dangers of social media. Well, yeah, and the problem that, that you have showing off that you've got with this it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a weird treatment to have. But I don't think anyone would have batted an eyelid if it was low key. No, it was well. The problem that you have that. I, with any player, really, I suppose Rajan Angolan's going to be coming into this now. Is that when they get to a certain age, like Nasri is, mm-hmm. he's obviously he was he's a talented player. He's still a talented player. Tangible. He's just not going to be the player that he was because he's older. Yeah. Um. But then when you get older, you can either still Totti got old, Buffon got is old, 
they still perform in a city. Ryan Giggs was 40 and still performing Macaulay. at the Makaleli. You know, I mean, he performed at such a high level Steve for Grisovich. so long, he's got a position named after him. Steve Grisovich. Yes, yeah, Steve Grisovich, Colin Hendry, the list goes on. Tony DiRigo, you know. <laughs> um, Gareth McCauley. Yeah, McCauley. But you've got not, there's certain players who they get to a certain age, they tail off, and then they'll end up playing abroad. Now, there's nothing wrong with it, but I found out this week um, Eto is still playing. Yeah. Did not know. Yeah, he's still playing. I didn't know. Um, I, I, I like Sammy. Schneider Lashley. is playing in like it who's actually playing in China now. There's a lot of players playing in China. I mean, I know Hulk's there, but they're now China. There's we'll actually a really good article. Gaetan was he was he was linked with United every summer for about nine years. Hmm. Um, they, but China are offering a lot. Of, there's a lot of players going out there who were uh, squad level almost squad level players, and they're going out there for a lot of money. All right, what's what's the Lewandowski stuff then? Right. Um, yeah, Lewandowski again. I reckon we finish on some rumours. To be honest, Lewandowski. Uh, well, Lewandowski. There's an article um, doing the rounds from Sky Sports, which was then they got it from other sources and things like that. I believe it's because he wants a new contract at Bayern. That's yeah. my. But the rumour is that he he's well. It's not a rumour. He has got a new agent. He's just taken on a new agent. Um, and the rumour is the reason he's taken on a new agent is because he wants to leave Bayern because he thinks that if he doesn't leave them now, he reckons he's getting to, if not in his peak, mm. age-wise, performance-wise. So the rumour is that he wants to leave Bayern now and play in another top league at the high, highest level. Mm. I think it's one of two things. I think it's either one, his new agent thinking... He's come in, this he's the seen last, his contract. It's the last deal you're going to get. Yeah, he's come in, seen his contract and thought, you can get better than this at Bayern. Or he's come in and gone, this is potentially the last big money transfer you're so going to get, so we need to get you now. Um, I think his contract runs until 2021, but he's been linked quite heavily with United, Chelsea, Real Madrid and PSG mm. and what's in what for me piqued my interest more so than the United one because I think that's absolute tosh because I don't see why United would would even consider buying a striker um was the PSG one because then that then that led to other rumors which I've been seeing a lot which is Cavani is Premier League banned this summer oh, and you'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would you would love that because Again, he's not going to play for United. I don't think he'll go to Chelsea. He could go to Chelsea, but I don't think he would because I don't think he'd be definite first choice. But then if you keep reading on, is there's talk Lacazette's off. It wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, there's talk that Lacazette is off, which then in my head got me thinking of Mkhitaryan, Ozil, Aubameyang and Cavani. <laughs> Which I just I I don't even care where they played. I would I personally be, yeah, have them as I a think, three fluid attacking midfielders across there. But it would be lovely. Even, even that would not 
appease Arsenal fans. Problem is, though, you being can't, a non Arsenal fan, even if they got Cavani in. That's for you because you love Cavani. They got Cavani Most people in on a cheat, yeah. On a cheat, this is the problem, isn't it? Is a lot of people just because he doesn't play. Yeah. There's genuinely, I genuinely believe, I think there's people out there now who believe that Jermaine Defoe would be a better signing for Arsenal mm-hmm. than Edinson Cavani <laughs> simply because they know who Jermaine Defoe if did, is. If you did a poll, I oh. bet you that would come out. Yeah, um, who would you sign more? There's the Dean Saunders thing. Have you heard the Dean Saunders I don't thing? want to guess that on Dean Saunders. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. probably, that's for another it's time. It's one of the similar reasons why I think, be it like being a full-paid member of the Keepers Union, right? Yeah. When people say, like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the work of David Lahir, right? I yes, think he is great, did. yeah. And I said, I, I threw a comment out yesterday, oh, God, done it his near post. Yeah. And then, like, everyone was against me when I said that. I know it was hit with pace. I understand that. One of the, one pace of those, on it was outstanding. Yeah. One of the, the comments I got, I got a backlash because I was in a WhatsApp group with loads of United players. It was a case of, I don't think near post could be justified now because of how the ball moves. It's just like, he did get done at the near post. He is frustrated yeah. because of that, but he did still get done at the near post. Yeah, now, my point definitely. being, when people don't look across the, the other the other side of the water or wherever, was the fact that they don't see any other goalkeepers. So they're just stuck with the ones that they know or they've got yeah. affinity to because of the players, the, the, the team that they support. Or it's when pundits go terrific. With David the here, he is great. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful goalkeeper. He probably is performing at the, one of the, the better the, the better structures. Again, he is. It's the the Personally, I think totally. David the here is the best keeper in the world. But without yeah, and that, that could be justified. But without knowing a bit of other goalkeepers in across Europe, it's yeah. the whole thing, isn't it? Like this. Well, I had the discussion where smashing it. literally when I said because I opened it up and we, we were talking about it last week, so I talked about it a little bit with a few people. Yeah, and someone who will remain nameless <laughs> said, "Oh no, I think it's Courtois." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Okay," I was like, "I can see it." I was like, "Personally, I think Courtois isn't as good as." As people think he is, yeah. I was like, I do think I was like, I'm not saying he's he's not world class because he blatantly is. I just don't think he's at the highest level. I don't think he's Buffon. I think he'll get. Prime. Like, I think the hair totally is. I think the hair yeah. is Buffon level. But then he also said, "Oh yeah, but Larice as well. Larice is good." <laughs> and I was like, okay. "You're just naming good. There are great keepers." Literally, all he was said, and then he said, "Oh, I think also he said." Given time, Butland and Pickford. And, and I went, right, are you only named the Premier League goalkeeper? Yes. Yeah, and he right. was. Because I was like, what about Alisson at Roma? He's a great he's keeper. Yeah. I like, he's a great keeper. I never, like, never forget Gigi Buffon. He's still, yeah. still well, performing. I said last week, I think the only goalkeeper who could realistically challenge De Gea for the title of best goalkeeper in the world was Manuel Neuer. Which is who I was just about to say. I think Neuer and De Gea. Uh, and again, I'm not counting out Buffon. However, I think to be discussed as the best in the world in your position, you need to be playing week in, week out, unchallenged. Not through performance or whatever, but Buffon isn't. And look, not anymore because yeah. Chesney is being bled yeah. into the yeah. team. And and, look, you know, stats don't lie. When it's down to a statistical point of view as well, like a, like stats bombing, right? Yeah. When it's broken down, I do think that. Um, Goalkeeping is hard to justify in those terms, but when you like, because look, how many times does 
I don't think those things sometimes relate when it comes to some statistical how good you're performing. Same with many players. But goalkeeping yeah. is really tough because they haven't got the analytics around to coincide with that. Because you could find that the amount of saves you make, that's great, but it could differs from like what actually happens in the stats. So that's why we like it, especially with fantasy football. We choose those low goalkeepers because they're going to get their shots shots at them all the time. From here. Heat into the court. Uh, Losal, loving your work, sir. Yeah. That's great. Um, which brings us on to our next standpoint of uh, who do you bring in for your fantasy football? Um, fantasy football this week, I took out I Kante. I took out, let's go to the, uh, let's end it on fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I'll go to my page now. I I took out Kante, which actually turned out to be. Did you captain Harry Kane? A good. Uh, no, I captained uh, Mo Salah. Okay. Sturdy. Yeah, I captained Mo Salah. Any points yet? Uh, I haven't checked. I captained Firmino. Uh, 44 I got this week. Okay. I took out... It's um, pretty good. I took out Kante and I brought in uh, Goodmanson from Burnley. Oh, I like a bit of Goodmanson. Yeah, and just because rated. I didn't know what to... Uh, I didn't know what to do. I did think they'd get a clean sheet. I would have had a lot more points, but I had definitely as Brighton. I bailed on 33, but the one I did bring in was Shakiri. Nice, good I choice. I was well happy with that. Good choice. Well, yeah. I had, um, I did have eight more points, but Burnley and Brighton lost their clean sheets yeah. late on. Do you know what? I was scrambling between Callum Wilson and Glenn Murray in my head. It tormented me. And look what happened. Glenn Murray just smashed them in. Yeah, no, well, I, I can't, I can only. I can only actually transfer in and out like one player, to be fair. I've missed the... Uh... Yeah, it's all gone. This, this, yeah, but no, I'm thinking uh, Duffy's probably going to be gone. Top tip, week. who are you going to bring in this week? Um, Have you got Ryan Fraser in yet? No, I haven't oh, got Fraser in because I went Goodmanson. Um, I'm going to... I don't know. I'd probably look to bring in another defender, but Phil, unless Phil Jones can come back. I'm keeping Phil Jones forever. Yeah, just and I may say if Phil Jones comes back from injury, I think I'm going to save my free transfer because I'm pretty happy with the rest. Cool. Because the only ones I wouldn't be are Aguero and Sterling because they're playing Chelsea. But I think Sterling. But it's irrelevant Aguero, who they play because they could smash anyone up. And when Aguero, and it's those big game players, they're the ones who are going to come through. When so. Sterling and Aguero are fit, I think they're fixture proof. Ryan, nice. thanks everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you again next week. As always, don't forget to go follow us on all forms of social media. Uh, especially Instagram and Twitter. We spend a lot of time on those and we're pretty happy with our Instagram page. To be fair, we think it's very good. Yeah. We do. So shoot on over there and a lot of people seem to agree with us. So go follow us now. But if not, disagree with us because it's fine, it's open. Yeah, disagree with We don't care. We don't mind. Dicks. We don't mind. I don't mind. Just, we'll we'll have another gambling dementia thing coming up soon. Uh, I'll be keen to, to throw that out to you. So yeah, keep track of that. Bye. Thanks very much. Hey, thanks, Anchorin. Stop me.